Blog Talk Radio. Carol the Coach. Sex, love, and relationships. We talk about it here. Carol the Coach. Compassion with contemporary relevance. I am a psychotherapist. I can be your personal life coach and I can help you with your issues. There are no problems too small or too big. You can talk about anything. Speaker, columnist, radio TV host, and commentator. Carol the Coach brings messages of wellness and empowerment within reach of everyday people every day. Almost five years ago, I lost my soulmate in an accident. He was killed in a plane crash. Life just for me has seemed to stop. There are groups all over the city. I mean, I teach one. It is a specific way to start thinking so that you shift how you see the world, which then shifts your energy, and then you feel better and you actually see things differently. Carol the Coach, always available to at carolthecoach.com. Now, I've got Russell on the line. I'm 47 years old. I'm a truck driver. I am married. I have a wife in San Francisco. Okay. I haven't been home in six months. My thing is, I, I don't know if I have a sex addiction or what the problem is. Why do I want what I can't have? And as soon as I can have it, I don't want it anymore. You're right on target when you say, I don't know if I have a sexual addiction. Well, guess what? Yes, you do. And you know what? That's my specialty, Russell. So you're at the right place. Continue. I meet women online and, and I'm in a different part of the country. I, I travel all 48 states, so I love sex. I hear self-esteem issues. You never felt good enough and you didn't feel like you were getting what you should have then. And you're re- enacting that now. Do you want to change that about yourself? I got an interesting email this week from a person that said, hey, Carol, do you have any resources available for adult children of sex addicts? And I said, why, yes, I do. It's not Well, I actually have two different incredible interviews with uh, one woman through Sex Help with Carol the Coach and another woman through the Access podcast. That's APSAPS.org. That is their podcast that I did for, oh gosh, over a couple of years. Uh, That's a very important organization to me. So get on and just put in at either site sex help for adult children of sex addicts or just adult children of sex addicts and you will get those interviews. Now that being said, you know, that's what this station is all about. It is about figuring out what you need and then trying to get it to you. That's why we do so much to educate the public. Now, today we're going to be talking about grace-based recovery. And it's the foundation of Be Broken Ministries in San Antonio, Texas. So I've had Maurice Crane on before. He's amazing. And he will help all of us to learn more about the services that he has to offer. Speaking of services, if you need a help her heal group, I will be starting a new group November 22nd from 12 to 1.30. Just email me at k 
Carol at carolthecoach.com, and I'll get you signed up. We have about four openings. We keep it to 12 men, and we go through the Help Her Heal book. So that's always an important uh, adjunct to learning how to do empathy and to be around supportive people that are all learning at the same time. That being said, um, I also am very excited to be doing a workshop on January 14th from 9 to 4 on helping you heal the Irkham way. And I'm going to be going through two exercises from each phase, and I'm going to have you practicing as a couple how to do ABR and how to do reflective listening and just how to make it your own. So I always say there are so many incredible groups out there to get to where you need to be. And yet it's always fun when you can get that training from the person or people that wrote the book. And so I'd love to have you come join me either for the Help or Heal group that starts November 22nd, or again, for the couples, help them heal on January 14th from 9 to 4 p.m. Eastern. It's a whole Saturday, but I promise you, you won't regret it. Go to my website, www.sexhelpwithcarolacoach, and go to the resources page, no, workshop page. Sorry about that. You'd think I'd know my own pages. I don't. I also have uh, a new video up. It's a freebie. You know, I've got the brain science of partner betrayal and trauma up. But some of you have seen that now. It's been up there for a couple months. But now I've got a new animated video on sex addiction. And it's more than sex addiction. It really talks about how the partner typically thinks they're not good enough. That's part one. Whenever they discover that their husband has has been um, cheating on them with pornography or with affair partners or prostitutes, you pick it. They feel the same way no matter what it is. Then the second part is about how this all started before he even knew you, that it has nothing to do with you, but of course it's affected you. And so the third part of that is what Patrick Carnes told me. He said, Carol, these guys won't get healthy unless they have a whole committee. And what that means is they need a real support group to to get them through the tough times. And then they need a committee. They need a certified sex addiction therapist. They've got, they need, you know, we're going to be talking with um, Maurice Crane about race-based recovery. That might be another excellent opportunity uh, we all know that Be Broken Ministries has a fantastic offering. So, you know, that's part of the committee. A CSAT's part of the committee. A therapy group is part of the committee. And, of course, praying, meditating, and journaling is part of the tools you need within that committee. So I'm, I'm just excited to, to be showing you that video, the last part of that video that talks about the 10 recovery tools ends with the fact that IRCAM, the Early Recovery Couples Empathy Model, is the way to go with couples. That's what Help Them Heal is all about. It's about taking you 
through the stages of partner betrayal and practicing the exercises that'll build empathy. Okay, now I feel like I've educated you about what is out there from Carol the Coach. Let's go now to Morris Crane because I told you he's a friend of the show. We've had him on before. And whenever he has something novel, something that he believes would be of real benefit to the sex addiction community to restore your sexual integrity, he reaches out to me. So, Morris, thank you so much for coming on Sex Help with Carol the Coach. Back again. Yeah, I mean, you're always doing something that really um, supports men in not only their integrity but in their journey, and I just really appreciate that. So tell us a little bit about what you got going on with this new uh, Gateway to Freedom Weekend and the Grace-Based Recovery Movement. Great. Yeah, sure. Um, Well, as you know, Be Broken has been around for almost 20 years now, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to minister to the needs of of men who are broken because of their sex addiction. Um, And just hearing you, you know, just a little bit earlier talking about the betrayed wives, you know, it is such a massive, massive, uh, field of harvest out there to try and work in. So, um, but what one of the things that I was talking with uh, Jonathan Darty about was, you know, is there some ways that we can take what we do with the grace-based workshop or the Gateway to Freedom workshop that we offer uh, between San Antonio, Orlando, and Pennsylvania? Um, <clears throat> if we could take that and stretch it out a little bit further and start some groups out in various communities around the nation and allow them to continue to walk out. We, we have a mentoring program that we've just started with Gateway to Freedom, which will help people to better get the support network, you know, kind of like you were talking about, that support structure in place. But what about something more long-term? And there are groups out there, you know, that do things long-term. But I was looking at the grace-based model. Jonathan wrote a book called Grace-Based Recovery, and we do some online classes with Grace-Based Recovery with a book. But what are some ways that we could, you know, kind of make a hybrid out of this where we could create a, an 8- to 12-week class on the Grace-Based Recovery model? And then I call it model. It's, it's really just, you know, life change. Um, but what, what can we do with Grace-Based Recovery but also keep it moving forward? Keep the outflow of your life going. Keep the support network engaged. Um, but also doing things from a grace-based perspective, not simply a performance-based perspective, and that's kind of the big difference there. Well, absolutely. And so, you know, obviously much of what you do uh, is based on that foundational work, and this new outreach is forming to help churches and faith-based community leaders come together to continue to address the issue of epidemic sexual addiction. That's the Gateway to Freedom weekend. But your grace-based recovery groups, um, they are an opportunity for men to find a safe place to gather to share their deepest sexual struggles as well as their marital and family issues. You know, right. this is right up the alley because we know that addiction is just not 
your own individual recovery as a man who's wanting to gain sexual integrity, it also has to do with that relational piece. So this eight-week training taken from the book, Race-Based Recovery, um, is, is an opportunity to really look at your life and apply your integrity everywhere you walk, right? Exactly. I mean, we want we want to give them some tools. We people come to the Gateway to Freedom workshop, and you know they drink from a fire hose. Is is kind of what what the workshop is. It's here's some clinical aspects about your addiction. Here's some spiritual aspects about your addiction. Here's some emotional aspects about your addiction, and we give you a chance to start to unpack your story when you do come to these weekends. And you know, I'm one of the counselors. We have a, uh, a few other counselors between the, uh, the three locations, and we try and help them talk through some things but do it in a kind of a group way. What, what they're going to need then is to take that a step further or two steps further or three steps further uh, as they kind of elongate this journey to recovery. And so what they can do is they can take this grace-based recovery book, which is actually a great book because there's a lot of questions uh, that you can ask yourself in there. It's kind of set up in a workbook fashion. In fact, I've been kind of bugging Jonathan, make a whole workbook out of this. It would be so powerful. And so I think he might be working on that. Um, but the questions are there in the book for you to be able to, um, you know, answer them in, in kind of a journal-like fashion, or you could do some work together in groups. The great thing about these groups are they're breathable. You make grace-based recovery groups what you need to make grace-based recovery groups be because you know the people, you know the region, you know the people in, in your area, maybe the people in your church. And so what you want to do is kind of curtail it so that it's able to meet the needs of somebody in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Phoenix, Arizona, Seattle, Washington. And, and it's not, there, there, you know, there's some elements to it that are across the board. But for the most part, you want it to be a very form-fitting type of environment um, for, for the people that come in. And so going through this, it, there's eight chapters to the book. The Grace-Based Recovery book is actually broken up into two separate books. One is the first part, which is for the person going through the book. The second half of the book is the same exact thing, but it's broadened out a little bit, and it's done from a leadership perspective. And so when we do the trainings, which we're going to start after the first of the year, we're going to be doing some live, you know, webinar and, and um, you know, Zoom trainings for people who are interested. If people want to bring us in, you know, to their local church or their local community to come and teach in person, of course, we'll do that as well. Um, but it's become such a computerized world these days that we're going to make sure that we have the um, Great Space Recovery webinar training uh, ready to go. And, and the one thing I wanted to um, highlight in this, Carol, really quick is there's kind of a four-step process that we came up with <clears throat> to cultivate like a healing journey to recovery. And the four-step process that everybody that comes to the webinar uh, after the first of the year will go through these four things. One will be to encounter grace. Grace is a novel concept. And, and, and one of the points that Jonathan brings out in his book is, Sometimes grace is harder than performance-based recovery because with performance-based, you say, I do this, and then this happens. I do this, and then this happens. But to, to kind of broaden the, the spectrum a little bit for the journey to recovery, 
we want to bring them into a place where they get to know the Father's heart, like Father God. We want to get them to a place where they understand what was really purchased for them when Christ died on the cross. And so we want to really attach them to that as well and, and trust in the power of God to set them free and the power of God that's already been shown to us in the cross that already says we are free. We just need to reconcile those two. When Christ died on the cross in AD 33, and in my addiction over 2,000 years later, I, I was still declared innocent and free because of the cross. I wasn't living innocent and free. I have to reconcile those two. AD 33, 2022, if I can reconcile them, I can really enter into a new concept of freedom for my life. The second one is overcoming shame, which you know and I know is one of the strongest um, brick walls to get over. It is just so, so difficult because it keeps us isolated and it keeps us looking at ourselves with a different identity than who God says we are. The third one leads into that, which is to restore your identity. You are a creation of God. You, If you have found salvation of, of God through Jesus Christ on the cross, you have been adopted as his child. So your identity is a child of God. And then number four is to encourage your destiny. We don't just want to stop doing the bad stuff. We want to make sure that you enter into your purpose. You have gifts. You have talents. You have abilities that need to come to the surface that you can give to the community around you, that you can bless other people with. And it's all a part of why you were created. And, and what addiction does is it takes us off that original journey path that God set us on, and it turns us into a completely different person, walking down a completely different road, making completely different choices and decisions about our life. And God is always trying to detour us back. So you can, you can encounter God's grace. You can deal with the shame. You can restore the identity. But then you've got to look forward as you're kind of breaking out of that shell of addiction. You move forward and you encourage what is to come. And that's all a part of what the grace-based recovery concept is about. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And you, you guys just have so much going on. It is absolutely <laughs> boggling that you can keep all this together and then offer it in so many ways. So let me just ask you a couple of things. When you're really emphasizing this this new programming and some of it very foundational from programming from the past and then some brand new, does that mean that you also wouldn't endorse SA or SAA or Celebrate Recovery? No, we totally endorse them. Um, that you know, we're kind of the new kids on the block, so to speak, in in this way. Now, the ministry's been around for for 20 years. I think next year it'll be 20 years since the, the ministry officially started out of San Antonio, Texas. Um, and the flagship of that is the Gateway to Freedom workshops. But um, we know that there is a, a need for so many. Uh, support networks and different ideas to kind of come to the table because so many men are in need of this and women as well. And, um, and so many marriages are on the chopping block. And so we're just kind of coming in going, hi guys, Hey, we're here for the party. Let's, let's work together. And that's what we want. Structure and accountability are the two things that any of these groups should initially bring to the table. There should be some structure there because you've kind of been living a life where you've been chasing your own fantasies, you know, trying to meet the needs 
you've been in survival mode. Um, you know, your emotions have been dictating all of your decisions, your thoughts, you know, your behaviors. And, and what you need is structure. You need to come into something. I always liken it to um, the Bible story of the exodus of the children of Israel coming out of being slaves in Egypt for so long. Mm-hmm. And when they broke out of Egypt, they, they needed structure and accountability. They, they had been living as slaves. Um, they had no idea what it meant to be free. And, and God needed to show them something. And so he did. He brought them to this place out in the wilderness where they were away from everything. They weren't slaves anymore. They were free. But he had to teach them a few things in order to, you know, they say, you can take Israel out of Egypt, but you got to get Egypt out of Israel now. So this whole concept, right, there's this whole concept of structure and accountability. All of those groups, SA, SAA, Celebrate Recovery, all great stuff. Um, We're just saying, what we're doing is kind of adding, you know, some more uh, sugar to the cake mix or something along those lines where it is uh, the chance to um, kind of uh, broaden it, kind of open it up a little bit further, kind of let it breathe a little bit, really create some deeper communication um, where it's not so much, you know, hi, I'm Maurice, I, you know, I'm sex addict, hi, Maurice, you know, and then you go around. And then you go home, and then you make sure you do the steps. That's all good stuff. But what we want to do is we want to create further conversation around the circle. We, uh, we want to create further crosstalk around the circle. Nobody should dominate um, this circle when you are talking. It's a chance for you to explore each other's stories. <clears throat> it's a chance for you to um, work together to create some kind of an outflow. Maybe there's something that people can do together to engage you know, people that are in need, um, sending them out to do things and serve others because we've been serving ourselves for so long as addicts. What can we do to create an outflow of your life? Uh, can it be, you know, going to a soup kitchen together and serving the homeless? Could could it be, um, you know, mowing the lawn of somebody who is unable to do that? You know, these these areas of service, we want to incorporate that into this, Not not simply doing some of the steps and making sure that you are, moving forward in, in a structural and accountability way, but also what is the outflow? How can you work together? How can you build a band of brothers? How can you build a family? How can you continue to open those doors, connect with other people who are also dealing with this type of thing, bring them in, expand the family a little bit more? Um, and then in the process, like I mentioned, learn about your purpose and, and your destiny that God has for your life. And, and take it a little bit further, but do it, do it kind of in a group, you know, group fashion where you're coming together as a family. And, and so all of the other stuff is great. The structure, the accountability, this is just a different way that we're approaching it. And we're approaching it from a sense of, here, there's some homework. Let's do this. Let's dive in. Let's learn about what it means to recover with a grace-based mentality where you really tap into the power of God who absolutely loves you and adores you and wants you to be free. He, he is fighting for your freedom, you know, every, every chance he gets. I mean, he is just going after it. He's in your corner. And so let's learn about what that means to walk in the love and the power and the freedom of Christ. I, I think one of the greatest verses, and, and we use it all over Be Broken, we use it all over The Silent Addiction, we use it all over anywhere, is Galatians 5.1, Scripture in the Bible. It says, it is for freedom that Christ has set you free. 
Stand firm then. No longer allow yourselves to be burdened under a yoke of slavery. So, and, and then I always go back and I'll bring that up with people and I'll say, what does that mean to you? And, and, and I'll say, why did, why did Jesus set us free? And they'll give me a whole host of questions or a whole host of answers. And I'll say, no, 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 it's in the verse for freedom. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And so uh-huh. we believe as part, as part of the grace-based recovery that we don't have to call ourselves an addict the rest of our lives. We will have to call ourselves a target because the enemy knows our weakness. But the difference between grace-based and some of the other ones, sometimes you, you can stay around, you know, being vigilant as an addict. And I, I just don't think that's in Scripture. And so what I, what I think is in Scripture is that we do have to be a target. The difference is how you're vigilant. If you're vigilant out of faith, this is the conversation you have with yourself. I don't have to do this again. If you're vigilant out of fear, the conversation you have with yourself is, I hope I don't do this again. So it might be a little bit of a nuance in there, but I think the way that you're vigilant with grace is a little bit different than the way that you're vigilant with some of the other programs. And we just want to bring that that edge of freedom that says, look, just because you've done this for so long, that's not who you are. You can change and you can leave it behind. Well, absolutely. And so, you know, I know that the Gateway to Freedom Weekend intersects with um, the Great Space Recovery Groups. Now, what do you think might be the biggest hurdle to getting these groups formed? Yeah, (laughs) that is the question of the century. Um, Well, the the biggest hurdle. Go ahead, Maurice. Well, I I was just going to say the the biggest hurdle that we're facing is when we're trying to get this model. And I, and I know some other groups that are out there um, that are, that are similar in tone have a really, really difficult time in having churches open up. Now we're coming at this from a a faith-based perspective. Anybody can come, you know, we're not going to force God down your throat and make you believe everything we believe. If, if this is something that you come in, we want you to find a welcoming uh, spirit. We want you to find, you know, real love and acceptance in these places. But but being a faith-based um, type of approach in this recovery process, you know, in my head, I'm going, oh, my gosh, churches should love this. Churches should open their doors to this thing. It would be amazing. And I tell you, I have been fighting in probably the last five years uh, in in the time that I've been, you know, counseling and coaching and and working to get the word out about what churches can do in order to help the men in their congregation, at least, um, you know, initially. And and it is, it is a brick wall. I, 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 I have my own thoughts about why that might be a problem for churches but ultimately, I'm, I'm kind of still in the dark. I just don't understand why we can't get the message of pornography addiction, sex addiction, into the churches. Because I really, really feel that once the men are called back to that place of authority and they flee what has kept them a slave so long, you're going to see a massive, massive revival happen in this nation and probably all across the world. But, but for some reason, there's just, a, there's just always the sticking point of having churches just open their doors to us coming in. I don't know if, if you feel or, or you've heard that or you've seen that, but 
it, it, that is probably the biggest hurdle that we have. You know, it's interesting because for the churches that don't endorse something like this, it's almost as if they don't want the stigma, stigma attached to their church, which is um, absolutely unfathomable because they should be there for their parishioners. But the churches right. that seem the most successful have groups available and open their, their house to um, groups coming in. And so it sounds like you need to figure out who, in, you know, you're not just, it's not just where you're at. You've got the whole country to kind of research, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. And, you know, and so Maurice, I think you, you've got to find a way for you and Jonathan to, to really be talking to the ministers on a larger level. I would encourage you, if you really want to know what I think, I would encourage you to talk to Jake Porter. Do you know who that is? I, I know the name. I've not met him yet, but I know the name, yes. Right. He does intensives down in Texas for um, partners and addicts, and he's a co-facilitator for my IRCM. But he's a pastor. He's a CSAT. He's a Ph.D. You know, he has just, and he speaks at all the summits and really does a great job of, getting at that from a presentation standpoint to the leaders. And I think that's what you've got to do. You've got to get your face in front of that because you're one of the finest sexual integrity organizations in the world. And so um, I, I will send you an email with Jake's email address and uh, do an evite so that you can meet him because I'm telling you what you have to offer is, is so empowering. And, you know, what I see, now, now I may have this wrong, but what I see is you've got a workshop, you've got a book, you've got a, a workbook in the making, you have an intensive weekend, and you have these grace-based recovery groups available to anybody who has issues. And, and what you're really trying to do now is create a fellowship where they know where they can go no matter where they live. Because you would take somebody, I know you're based, you have bases in Florida and Pennsylvania, but you would take somebody from Indiana and somebody from Wisconsin and somebody from California and put them in the same group, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what happens when we, when we have our Gateway to Freedom weekends. They come from all over the nation, whether they fly down to San Antonio, whether they fly down to Orlando, um, which is the two you know, main hubs right now. Um, we've been trying to uh -huh. get this thing going in Pennsylvania. We're working with uh, uh, Transport for Christ truckers uh, who are really fighting the battle for uh, anti-sex trafficking. And they've actually picked up the torch of Gateway to Freedom weekends. And, um, kind of, I mean, I guess the best way to describe it would be they, they've kind of franchised the idea where they, they run everything. We just kind of go in and, and do the work there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't, it doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter, you know, the belief system that you have as far as your denomination, you know, none of that stuff matters. What, what matters is there is a continual suppression of trying to, you know, fight against these men breaking free. 
I'll tell you what, Carol, if you just go from Genesis to Revelation in the Bible, you will mm-hmm. see you will see that the enemy has attacked two main uh, entities. One of them is fatherhood and the other is marriage. And the reason is, is because devil hates God and, and God is our father and, and our creator. And, but he also put his stamp and created this, this marriage concept of which we would be able to truly understand how much we are, are loved by God and how intimate God is to us. And so from Genesis to Revelation, you can read it. You can just look. It jumps out on the page if you're looking for it, that, that the enemy has always attacked, you know, manhood, fatherhood, uh, as well as the marriage. And, and so you even see it in society today. There's just, con- you know, constant attacking against the nuclear family. You're seeing, you know, constant attack against the fathers, and, and fathers are so absentee uh, in so many different areas. And you're seeing this thing where it's just a constant suppression. And so many men, I mean, millions and millions and millions, and I'm not even exaggerating, millions and millions and millions of men worldwide are stuck in this slavery of sex addiction. And, and they are locked away in shame and isolation. They are living two lives. They are walking a fence. And all they have to do is come out into the open, out into the Father's great love, and just embrace him as he wants to embrace them and find freedom probably, you know, for the first time in decades. You know, some of this stuff has obviously predated their marriage. They brought it into the marriage. They don't even have the marriage that they could have. I mean, they could have something so spectacular, so wonderful that they have never had. As wonderful as the dating process might have been, as wonderful as the wedding ceremony might have been, you know, as wonderful as, as life might seem, there's something that they don't have. And these men that come to these Gateway to Freedom week, you know, weekend workshops, they come just broken because they thought that everything was fine if they could just keep this little one side of their life going. But it wrecked everything. It was a time bomb that ruined their marriages, ruined their lives, wrecked their souls, brought them into depression. And I just want to see churches and faith-based community leaders come together and at least for like at least for a season make this a priority make this a priority that says no we're just not going to take it anymore we really see what's happening here and it's the suppression of millions and millions and millions of men who are trying to find their way out who are trying to grasp everything uh, that they need to, to to find freedom and they're just grasping at straws you know they're punching in the dark they, they're just trying everything that they possibly can. And we just want to invite them down to these Gateway to Freedom weekends. I mean, we're, like, we're the cheapest thing going out there, Carol, really. I mean, it, it doesn't cost a lot to come to these weekends when you compare them to some of the other intensives that you see all across the, the board. And if they just come, they will find something so wonderful. So many men come to these weekend workshops so afraid of how they're going to be perceived. You know, they're showing up and – they're almost like dogs with their, their tail underneath them, you know, and they're just kind of walking in. And by the end of the weekend workshop, they're laughing, they're joyful, they're full of hope. They have clear direction, a clear perspective about where they're, they're going. And, uh, and they leave there, and, and it's like they don't want to leave. You know, like this feels so good. It's like those mountaintop experiences, you know, having those retreats and then having to go back into the valley. But 
but it is such a powerful release to see these men's countenances change from being so sad, so forlorn. I don't even know what I'm going to do. I just, I don't even know if I should be here. I don't even know. I don't, I don't, blah, blah, blah. Right. It just goes on and on. And then 36 hours later, you know, well, probably more like 40 hours later, um, they're leaving again and they have so many tools in the tool belt that they need. And um, we just want to keep that going. We want to keep the gateway to freedom weekend workshop thing going. And then you sign up for mentorship where you get eight weeks free of mentorship um, people who we have vetted in the Be Broken community, you get eight more weeks of that, and then you can jump on the bandwagon in a grace-based recovery group, dive into Jonathan's book, do some homework, really, really go to town on that, and then build this relationship with the people in your community. If the churches would just open up to that, I said, look, pastors, if you don't want to be the fall guy, We'll be the fall guy. You know, get everybody mad at us. <laughs> you don't have to be mad at you. But we'll, we'll just go up. But we're not – when we go into churches and, and share the message, and we could even go in a Sunday morning for 20 minutes, you know, someplace, and, and present what the concept is. You know, some, some churches have, like, missionaries come in, you know, when they're um, asking for financial aid and, and sharing the vision, things like that. That's something that we could do even for 20 minutes. We could go up and speak, and then we could, uh, you know, do some groundwork and draw people together and say, hey, let's, let's build a team. Or you start to build a team beforehand, get them ready, bring us in. We'll do a weekend seminar training for you, or we can do it online, and then we'll release you to go and find these people. We'll give you all the tools that, that you possibly can, can handle. And, uh, and can you imagine that, Carol? I mean, if, if just churches would just open up and say, listen, we get it. We don't know what to do, but we're going to address the situation head on, and we know who can tell us what we need to do. And there's so many ministries out there right now, and, and, there, and there's more coming on board every day. Let's pull these people in. Let's tackle this thing head on, no matter what it looks like, no matter the stigma, no matter if it seems like we're indicting, you know, all the men in the church, no matter what, we're not going to be of any reputation we simply want to bring freedom to the doorstep of these men and these marriages. I, I, I mean, I, maybe I'm just a, a dreamer. I don't, I don't know. But I can see it happening in my mind's eye. I just totally can see men just escaping this and, and, and moving forward in freedom and seeing their marriages healed and whole and their children healed and whole and them taking an active participation in their children's journey as well when it comes to this and helping them fight against pornography until the point where it just dies. Like it just dies. They don't have enough, you know, consumers anymore. It just dies. So that that's my, I don't know if that's 100 years down the road. I don't know if it's 50 years down the road. But if anybody listening to the sound of my voice right now will open up your doors, we will come in. We will do it in a, in a very tasteful way. We're not going to be crass about this. We're going to do it in a very tasteful way. Because it, the truth is, Carol, it's really not just about sex addiction. It's about addiction in general. You have to get to the soul of the problem. You have to get down to the very core issues of your life that brought you to this place in the first place. So it's, whether it's heroin, whether it's sex, you know, whether it's marijuana, whether it's alcoholism, whatever it is, you have to deal with the deep things in your soul if you're going to want to break free of this. And that is what we're going to focus on. 
I get that. And I just so admire your passion and Jonathan's. And hopefully um, something is going to fall in your lap as a result of this podcast, as well as I am going to send you Jake's information. Um, so okay. as we wrap up the day, I think you've done a great job of really uh, not only bringing the passion of the program, but the fact that it is so affordable. And we can't talk money over the air. It's against um, right, right. The, but we can say that, comparatively speaking, there's nothing out there that is this reasonable. And who gives free groups afterwards as as aftercare or support? That's amazing. So, Maurice, thank you so much for sharing um, this important information. And I will get you my information. And I just. I just really want our listening audience to know that these race-based recovery groups and the Gateway to Freedom weekend workshops um, have so much to offer to destigmatize what you're going through and to give you the tools to be able to manage it. Thank you, Maurice, so much. Thank you so much. And one thing I'll say is if anybody is interested in being part of a webinar training for this, that um, they Mm -hmm. can just reach me at my personal email, um, you know, rescreen at gmail.com. So if, if anybody if anybody wants to do that, um, please tell them to, to uh, look me up and we'll start the conversation. Okay, and for our listening audience, that's Maurice, M-A-U-R-I-C-E, Crane, C-R-A-N-E, at gmail.com, right? Actually, actually it's Reese Crane. Um, Maurice oh, is Reese. My, my full given name, but Reese Crane, um, is my Gmail. So it's R-E-E-S-E and then Crane. So R-E-E-S-E Crane at gmail.com. Just think of the uh, the, the wonderful candy. Okay, so that's for people that would like to lead this and, and get the training to be able to do so. Exactly. Thank we'll be starting so it you know, after the first of the year. All right. Well, I appreciate your grace since I messed with uh, with the date, and I thought that was so appropriate when you said, of course I'd have grace. How can you do these kind of groups and then me? (laughs) Thank you, Maurice, so very much, and you make a good day. You too. Thank you so much, Carol. Uh Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right. So just another um, opportunity to seek support if you need it or begin to empower yourself by taking that leadership training. Uh, He is an amazing man. Jonathan Jordery is an amazing man. And Be Broken Ministries has been around for over 20 years. And I really love the fact that they're partner sensitive. (laughs) Yay. All right. So as I say at the end of every show, there's only going to be one of you at all times, fearlessly. Have the courage to be yourself. We'll see you next week for more sex help with Carol, the coach.